This is the Philadelphia 76ers postgame show. It feeds like a locomotive up Broad Street. Sarge is going to turn, he'll get it off, and he rolls it in. The Sixers postgame show, right now on 97.5 The Fanatic. Three times in the last five weeks, the 76ers and Miami Heat squared off those three games were physical, hard-fought, close affairs, and Tonight, in another important Eastern Conference matchup between the two teams, it was no different. The 76ers fall to the Heat at American Airlines Arena 108-99. As a result, the Sixers and the Heat split their four-game season series. So if a tiebreaker is ultimately needed to determine playoff seating between these two teams, it will go to conference record. Brian Seltzer from Sixers.com with you on the post-game show. We expect to hear from Brett Brown outside the Sixers locker room. We'll revisit with Tom McGinnis, who had the game call tonight, and we'll also play back some of his highlight calls. Hassan Whiteside had a big game for the Miami Heat, matching his stature, 26 points, 8 rebounds, a night in which Joel Embiid, particularly in the second half, just couldn't get going for the Sixers. He finished with 17 and 7, but 5 of 18 from the field was Embiid as the Sixers just not quite able to catch up with the Heat down the stretch. Whiteside proved to be too much of a force to stop with Embiid playing with five personal fouls in the fourth quarter. And also you got to give credit to the Heat reserves, which ended up combining for 46 points in the game. In a game like this, really evenly played for, let's say, three and a half quarters tonight, mini runs become so, so important. The Sixers were trailing 80-77 to in the early stages of the fourth quarter, and that's when Dwayne Wade, Wayne Ellington, and especially Justice Winslow, who had two big three-pointers during this run, they combined to create a 12-4 to spurt for the Heat, and that pretty much gave Miami control of the game for good. The Sixers were coming off an excellent offensive display Tuesday in Charlotte. They had their second-highest point total of the season, their top field goal shooting performance going back eight years. But tonight, turnovers started to come quick. Miami, a great defensive team. They turned the Sixers over 18 times in the game, manufactured 20 points off that. And just some of the little things that added up in terms of the final score of tonight's game. The six, the Sixers, they ended up getting 20 from Dario Sharch. He also had 10 rebounds for a double-double. His ninth of the season, Sharch, has just been so great as of late. 5 of 10 from the field, 4 of 7 outside the arc. You really have to love the way he's playing at this late stage of the season. Ben Simmons chipped in with 10 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. He got started early, especially in open court opportunities, driving hard to the rack. But he ultimately was an option that the Heat were able to take away down the stretch. J.J. Redick with 18 points. 76ers falling on the road to Miami, 108-99. to Brett Brown, we believe we have him right now, so let's go to him after the Sixers drop to 1-2 and two on their current road trip. We'll be told... In relation to the uh, the problems we had in the fourth, once we identify that, Joel's minute and game total, you know, on pace to double from last season. How much of that foul trouble was fatigue? Did you see? Um, I I didn't feel that. I, I I felt like that's a great matchup. You know, you go Embiid and Whiteside, and you know, two legitimate big men, uh, skilled big men that want to go at each other. I believe that 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 was more to do with the foul trouble than than fatigue. I think fatigue definitely has a part uh, to 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 say in some of you know Joel's uh, performances recently. 
but I didn't go there with the foul trouble. Brett, to that point with the fatigue, has there been any thought about resting him at, at any point because of that? Uh, we talk all the time about Joel, and, you know, as far as a, a, a definitive plan, there is not one. But, you know, Joel and JJ and, you know, some of our other guys, you know, I think all that you, you talk about. Uh, but, like I say, there's no definitive plan as we speak. You've been here before with Robert, but to come off that 22 performance Tuesday in Charlotte, what do you say to him after this moment? Keep shooting. You, and you say it like three times, and then the last one you say it really loudly. And, uh, you know, as long as he's guarding, that, that's where my interest really lies. Uh, we understand clearly that making the three-point shot uh, will help all of us. I thought we actually missed him sometimes. We try to get to the paint and look at a kick out to find him. Uh, it got to the, to the you know, last six minutes of the game, I believe. You know, you just felt like, you know, enough for tonight was enough, and we decided to go with Marco and try to generate some, uh, some scoring opportunities through Bellinelli. Uh, but with Robert, you, you move on. Uh, you move on. You don't really pay much attention. I don't pay much attention to, to this game for him. This of the 76ers drop a 108-99 decision to the Miami Heat. The two teams split their season series, and now because of that, conference record will be used to determine a tiebreaker if it's necessary. More importantly and immediately, the Sixers lead over the Miami Heat for sixth place in the Eastern Conference, trimmed from two games to one. We'll get into some of the details of tonight's game, a big effort for Hassan Whiteside and company. Also Miami's reserves, the Sixers just not quite able to sustain a strong stretch over the course of tonight's game as we saw them do in Tuesday's matchup with the Hornets. Tom McGinnis is standing by. We'll get to him next. It's the post-game show on the Sixers Radio Network. Seventy-sixers and Miami Heat wrapping up their four-game season series at American Airlines Arena tonight. Heat over the Sixers, 108-99, pulling away down the stretch. Tom McGinnis had the call of this one tonight. Tom, a lot of similar qualities and characteristics between all four meetings this season between the teams, which took place the last five weeks, but the home team winning each time and Miami able to keep going to Whiteside down the stretch and some of their reserves, really important contributions. Yeah, they got three threes from Winslow, three from Ellington. Olenek had 10 points, including the three, and Dwayne Wade had 16, so they're... Reserves had bounced. Richardson, I thought, played pretty well. He hit the long ball. And as you say, Whiteside was kind of a constant throughout. So they just had more jump from the beginning. It showed uh, the Sixers battled back with a flurry at the end of the first half. They led into the fourth. but And the Sixers were doing the bulk of their damage in transition with a lot of those baskets by Simmons on the run. But a tough night. Obviously, Covington 0 for 10, as we heard Coach address that. Joel was 5 of 18, so two starters, a combined 5 for 28 for the Sixers. They shoot under 40%, and a tough night here for the Sixers, a bit of a deflating loss after how well they've played of late. 76ers drop one to the Heat, 108 to 99, so Miami now within a game of the Sixers. Sixers 35 and 29 on the season with 18 games to go. And it's interesting, Tom, when you look at 
the Eastern Conference landscape, yes, there's still a month left in the season, but there is some pretty noteworthy separation between the top eight and then the ninth-place team, Detroit. And for the Sixers, it sounded like Coach Brown taking things in stride based on what he said in the post-game press conference and perhaps looking ahead, seeing a gap of two days without a game now on the schedule tomorrow and Saturday. Maybe to let guys recharge, regenerate some energy, in particular someone like Embiid. Well, a couple things. We'll, we'll address your, your latter point right now. Yeah, so obviously off day tomorrow. Late arrival here tonight. Now, I don't know what their plan is. The way I would do it, but I, I would go Saturday and then not shoot on Sunday in Brooklyn. Just let the guys, they're going to take a train up there, let them go to 30th Street Station, and then not even have a shoot around Sunday morning and try to – because, again, it's you're trying to balance – you know, practice time and preparation with rest, not just physical rest, but mental rest. Again, this was a two-week road trip. I don't remember anything like this in recent years. I mean, there was a one home game, but even though it's a great crowd and a, a great comeback for the Sixers against Charlotte Friday, that was that's like a road game when you, you come home on the night of a back-to-back and then go right back out the next day schedule-wise. That's like stopping in Philadelphia for a game. Now, the Eastern Conference, obviously the separation at the top is is vast between Toronto and and Boston. After that, I, I would teams three through eight. They're pretty well balanced. I mean, obviously Cleveland is in the you know the top three. And when they get Love back, that 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 could change things. They could be a very difficult out. Obviously, they got the best player, in my opinion, in the NBA in James. So he had a huge night last night, bringing them back against uh, Denver with a victory. But these the rest of these teams: Washington, Indiana, the Sixers, Miami, Milwaukee. They're all pretty evenly matched. I mean, this series. Clearly, with the Heat drawing 2-2 and the way these games played out, I, these two teams are really well-balanced. And Detroit, yeah, they've fallen off. I don't see Charlotte making it. Uh, these, I, I would think, Knockwood, all of these teams are going to make it. The, men, the ones that I just mentioned, the Wizards, the Pacers, the Sixers, the Heat, and the Bucks. And it's just a matter of how it shakes out, how well you're playing, how health figures into it. But a uh, difficult game for the Sixers tonight. I thought they were flat. And, again, it speaks a little bit to the road trip. Uh, but, yeah, you got to get a little bit of rest and get there. And, you know, the Sixers lost at Brooklyn. It's certainly a game that they've, they've struggled up until tonight that you should get. But more than anything, and this is what I think maybe you're referring to about the way Coach Brown handles it, you want to play better and keep checking boxes and, you know, continue to play well in what will be now the final month of the regular season. Final thoughts after this 108-99 setback the Sixers suffered in Miami tonight. Dario Sarch, I guess, at least on this end, guilty as charged sometimes to highlight enough all the good that the second-year forward is doing. 20 points, 10 rebounds, so steady. And Marco Bellinelli proving to be a really nice addition. 14 points tonight, 5-11 from the field, three three-pointers. Yeah, and Bellinelli makes some difficult shots. He shoots some yeah. tough shots, but, boy, contested threes, difficult twos. I mean, he's really, to me, surprised, at least myself, in that regard, and uh, he's a playmaker and a shot maker. And then you're right, I, I you can't give enough accolades to Dario. He played 31 minutes, a double double, as you mentioned, just plays with so much spirit and, and fight. Has added that he had a four point or four three pointers again tonight for the second straight game. And he's really done a really good job in, in that regard. He made a three right out of the gate in the third quarter, out of transition, got locked and loaded, got his legs underneath it. And uh, he's just been a terrific player. He's obviously part of the core four for the Sixers, including Simmons Abid and J.J. Redick. And, you know, he's been just a, a very consistent performer throughout. And uh, I don't know that he 
gets enough credit from the officials, too. He got knocked around a lot tonight. There were a lot of no calls early in the game. In fact, in arena here, they showed, like, I don't know what it was, but it was some sponsored element for the, uh, I could say what the sponsor was, but they didn't, they kept showing it was a Hassan Whiteside drop step and a dunk. <laughs> he, and they showed it from like five different replay angles. He charged into Ursan Ilyasova on the play, and they kept replaying it, and it was the play of the game. I'm like, oh, that time they didn't call the charge, and Ursan got knocked down. So that's the kind of night it was. You got to play through that stuff. I get it, but a difficult night for the Sixers. Good to get back off the road, and you know, at this point of the year, you basically play every other night. So it's an important last final month, as I mentioned. Whatever time it is, you arrive back in the Delaware Valley, Tom. Enjoy an evening in your own bed. Sure. Cars are snow-encrusted down there in South <laughs> Philadelphia. Thank you, Brian. Good night. 108.99, the final score. 76ers falling in Miami to the heat. We'll hear some of Tom's highlight radio calls coming up on the other side as the postgame show continues on the Sixers Radio Network. At home, off the 76ers entering the backstretch of their four-game road trip. Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. Sixers and the Heat for the fourth time in the span of five weeks, but for the final time this season, two teams tightly bunched in the Eastern Conference standings. Let us go to some of the highlights. Ben Simmons imposing his will and open court opportunities early on that stake the Sixers to an early lead, but Miami responded and the Sixers had to work uphill a bit. Dario Saric has been excellent over the course of the season. Wade with a nice double move, kick out, throws it right to Simmons. Simmons driving with Dario, Dragic is back, Ben fakes it, then goes to Dario, and Dario puts it in! Oh man, he hits the turnbuckle and goes down! Hard driving play by the Croatian. The free throw was awarded and made by Sharch. It was 18-17 heat. After that sequence, it would also be a one-point game in favor of the home team Miami. 29-28 going into the second quarter. The Heat quickly strung together a run to the tune of 12-2 that put them up 41-31. Simmons was right in the middle of helping the 76ers respond. He scored a basket himself. He set up one of his teammates, too. Not enough arc on it, and Miami with Dragic going the other way to a trailing James Johnson, and now Johnson one-on-one with Simmons, drives into him, falls down. Ben steals the ball. Johnson goes down. Whiteside goes down. Here's Simmons passing to Namir with a slam. What a play by Ben Simmons. Looking off the defender and a jam by Amir Johnson. So out of the time. As we said, Simmons, a force to be reckoned with when given chances to do damage in transition. Sixers got to within two points, 51-49 in the final moments of the first half. But the Heat would score once more, 53-49, going into the break. It was an outstanding start to the 76ers to begin the third quarter. J.J. Redick helped send his squad in front. Tyler Johnson... No good. Joe's actually in double figures with 10. Here's Reddick for three and good. J.J. Reddick's Dario with a screen and Reddick with a stop and pop. And the Sixers have recaptured the lead. And the Sixers would outscore the Heat 21-12 to to begin the third quarter. That spurt capped off with this very impressive play from a bench player. Here's Simmons down low to Marco. He dropped it, knocked away. Bellinelli finally keeps the dribble, bumped at every turn, finally shoots it, and in! An improbable three, a rugged three by Marco Bellinelli. And the Sixers by five. 70-65, to 65. yeah, Bellinelli had Goran Dragic draped all over him, still somehow managed to get the shot off at the top of the arc. 
for an impressive three-pointer. 76ers by one into the fourth, 74-73. But the Miami Heat made their move. They went on a run. Sixers trying to slow them down. Cross-court skip, baseline right, charge for three, and in. So a layup opportunity for the Sixers turns into a three ball from the far right corner. Dario makes it. He's got 17. At that stage, the Sixers needed every extra point they could get. It was 88-81 on the heels of a 12-4 Miami push. Sixers could not recover Justice Winslow, another big three-pointer. Dwayne Wade, Hassan Whiteside kept coming, and that would be too much for the 76ers to overcome. Final notes from the final stat sheet in tonight's game in the fourth and final meeting of the season between the teams. 76ers shot 39.5% from the field. The Heat defense buckling down. Miami 47% from the floor. Sixers 15 three-pointers. Miami 14 of 26 from outside the arc. The Sixers out on the glass, minus three, although they were plus three on the offensive boards. 18 turnovers did not help. It led directly to 20 Miami points. Some individual performances to highlight. Hassan Whiteside with 26 and 12, his point and rebounding totals. I beg your pardon. Hassan Whiteside with 26 points and eight rebounds. His point total was the high for the game. Dwayne Wade with 16 off the bench. 13 for Josh Richardson and a dozen for Tyler Johnson. For the 76ers, Dario Scharch led the way. 20 points, 10 rebounds, ninth double-double of the season for Scharch. And he continues to shoot the ball so well from outside the arc. He's been over 50% uh, in each of the three games on the Sixers' four-game road trip, which will wrap up on Sunday. 10 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists for Ben Simmons, 18 for J.J. Redick, 4 of 6 from 3. Joel Embiid limited in the second half, particularly the third quarter due to foul trouble. Uh, He had 17 points and 7 rebounds to go with 3 assists in the game. And uh, the Sixers got 14 from Marco Bellinelli in a reserve role. There were nine lead changes, seven ties in tonight's game. It went two hours, 14 minutes. Sellout crowd of 19,600 at American Airlines Arena. With the loss, the 76ers now 1-2 and two on the road trip. They're 35-29 and 29 on the season. Their lead over the Heat for sixth place in the East is now down to a game. Miami has won uh, six times in its last seven games, 35-31 and 31 on the year. And again, these squads went 2-2 two and two against each other, so conference record will be used if a tiebreaker is needed in about a month's time when you're looking at playoff seating. Up next for the 76ers will be the Brooklyn Nets, which won at Charlotte tonight, 125 to 111. It's just the second win in the last 12 games for uh, the Brooklyn Nets, which beat the Sixers, upset them in Brooklyn earlier this season. Brooklyn is 21 and 45 on the year, and those two teams, the Sixers and the Nets, meet up on Sunday. Big thanks to everyone involved in tonight's broadcast. Tyler Zuli, Jay Gray, back here at the studio. Stay tuned. Devon Givens is standing by. He'll be up next. The phone number is 610-632-0975. Now for the radio voice, the 76ers, Tom McGinnis, Brian Seltzer, saying so long for now. One final time, the final score was the Heat, 108, and the 76ers, 99. Have a great rest of your Thursday night from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Network.